Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Our guest this hour, former Attorney General for the state of Indiana, Curtis Hill, now running for governor on the Republican side. All right, so I told Casey this the other day. Uh, I'm not endorsing you yet. Uh, <laughs> however, yep. I am definitely most inclined to vote for the person that I think Holcomb hates the most, <laughs> and I think that's very clearly you. Oh, um, but you know what you're in for, right? You have seen how Eric Holcomb and uh, uh, Kyle Hupfer and Rod and Todd, the Flanders boys, and all these establishment goons treat their enemies. Are you ready for that to go through that again? You just said I've seen it. I've lived through it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think firsthand. I think uh, yeah, and and I think uh, I look at it this way. Uh, we need to have proven uh, leaders who know how to take a battle. Um, uh, if there's one thing that somebody can say about Curtis Hill, it's, it's you know, I'm still standing. Uh, they have thrown the kitchen sink at me uh, on ridiculous issues, and uh, we're still here and we're still swinging. So uh, I know that what I look for in leadership is, is that a person I want to be in that foxhole with? Is that a person who fights? Is that a person who is going to turn and run away? I know what I am. And uh, I'm prepared for that. I'm, uh, we're ready to go. We're we're going to have challenges in Indiana in the next few years that we're that that we need to be really serious about. So I think that's all um, uh, really necessary fodder. Uh, it's been necessary to have these fights, um, but I don't answer to those folks. I answer to the people in the state of Indiana, and I'm looking forward to get it uh, getting done on it. Mm-hmm. We had. Uh Kevin, our producer, wrote an article about your announcement the other day, and it was one of the few articles that I could find that did not mention past trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know in the past that you and Mike Braun have not agreed on everything. And are you ready to face these, or do you have any comment about what people might be saying about your run for governor well, in regards to history? Sure. Well, uh, as I say, I've, I've been a target since the day that I that I well, actually, since the day I won the election. You know, I had uh, one more votes than anyone in the state's history, and that intimidated folks. That threatened people, and so from that point forward, I was a target. Um, I stood up to the status quo. Um, so there's folks who don't want they don't want to play ball with me. Um, but I have to tell you, um, we've gone through uh, seven. Uh, investigations and or lawsuits that have been dismissed. I mean, this thing is over. Mm-hmm. And uh, people can throw this up and, and, and toss that. If that's all they got, then good luck with that because the people are ready to move forward. Um, it's it's ridiculous to, to, to continue that down that path. I'm moving forward. And so if somebody wants to throw, slums, throw mud, sling hash, whatever it is, uh, that's fine. Let's see if they can catch me. Yeah, don't you look at it like, I mean, Casey, I've talked a lot about this, the Jim Lucas thing where the guy did it, he pled guilty to driving under the influence. He pleads guilty to fleeing the scene. Now it comes that he has THC in the system, and it's all quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. Like the guy was pled guilty. He said, "I did it. It was right. you know, it's a conviction." And yet, 
when you when there was a mere allegation against you, Holcomb and his goon buddies practically tore hamstrings sprinting to a podium <laughs> to condemn you and say, oh, you must resign, you must this, you must that. Well, here's a guy who actually did it. You have been, you know, whether it was criminally, ethically, in court, as you mentioned, everything thrown out against you, no charges ever filed, no ethics violations. And you know Holcomb's ethics czar was looking for all sorts of ethics violations, and yet not a word about guys like Jim Lucas, but yet you, oh, he's he's got to go. It was a political hit job. It's because I was a popular conservative that uh, uh, embarrassed them, that uh, would take them on on particular issues. I took them on a needle exchange uh, right off mm-hmm. the bat uh, and basically exposing the truth that uh, that you give a, you give an addict uh, 30 clean needles, um, they're, they're going to use one needle over and over and over again to sell the other 29 for drugs. I mean, we were telling the truth about things and covering – uh, uncovering some of the uh, uh, the cover-ups that they had in terms of what they what they were telling the people that they were trying to accomplish. So uh, you want to get me out of the way. Uh, that was a concerted effort to get me out of the way for 2020 uh, to reduce me, um, and it didn't work. Uh, so we're still here. We're still swinging. We've got great support all over the state. And I'll tell you, as I've traveled over in the last uh, two and a half, three years since I've left office, I can't tell you the numbers of times that people would walk up to me and talk about the raw deal that uh, was handed my way. Um, now, I'm not running to fix any raw deals. I'm running because I'm a public servant, because there's a job that needs to be done. And uh, my family and I have prayed over it and believe that I'm the person to, that can step forward and uh, be a leader in Indiana. Uh, but we're not going to run from or shrink back from any attacks. Uh, we know they're coming. Uh, so bring them on. I'm ready to move on from this topic. We've got Curtis Hill with us, who's running for governor, and more of an issue-based question for you. We've mentioned drugs, THC. Um, you mentioned the needle exchange. I'm curious in the past that you have uh, stood against the legalization of marijuana in the state of Indiana, although we see all of our surrounding states gaining tax money from the sale of that. Where are you today on that topic? Uh, I haven't changed much on that. I know I know when people start talking about gaining tax revenue, here's the thing. If marijuana is legalized uh, to possess, uh, that means no matter how you got it, you can you can legally possess it. So what we've seen in all these other states is that the underground the underground market for marijuana has grown dramatically. Um, so that's a concern for me. Uh, it's not the uh, it's not the revenue builder that that one would think. I'm also still concerned about the uh, the influence of marijuana on younger br- minds. That's very well documented. Um, uh, but I would say this: that uh, uh, I don't have any concern if 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 the uh, marijuana goes through a medically or clinical trial pr- process, uh, uh, notwithstanding some of the mistrust I have for the FDA. Um, but through a, through a clinical trial process uh, to determine a, a, a an appropriate medical usage, uh, I can see uh, a, a medical marijuana being in the future. Uh, what I disagree with is general assemblies just declaring something a medicine and uh, and legalizing it from that standpoint. I think it needs to be structured in that process. So um, I'm uh, I'm very very strident. Uh, on drug use. Um, but I also would say this, that, that there's a misnomer that suggests that that uh, we want to lock all the marijuana users up. That's never been the case, and it's been a big myth that, that marijuana users are being targeted for long-term incarceration. Um, uh, so we certainly recognize that drug use is a uh, is a, uh, a health issue in many respects, but uh, one of the biggest problems that we face right now with the uh, the porous borders is the fentanyl and other 
uh, substances, including marijuana, that are coming across the border, making life more difficult for Americans. So we have to have firm drug policies in place uh, to keep our folks healthy. Hey, before I let you go, let's talk about education for a second. And I, I know you've weighed in big time on the, the culture issues. The public education system in the state is totally out of control. It's well documented what they're doing, how they're doing it, how they're manipulating little kids. I mean, the the video that came out of these administrators all across the state admitting what they're doing, admitting they're hiding it to parents. And yet on one hand, the Republicans say, oh, well, we've got to throw more money at the voucher system. We've got to give more school choice. And then on the other they throw more money than ever before at public education. Will you be the governor that's going to put his foot down and stand up to these angry red-shirted teachers and say, I am fixing public education in the state of Indiana? Well, yes. The the, the money that goes into education, uh, we all get these flyers from the General Assembly that says, we increased education by 5%. But what do you do with the money? More administrators, more, more bullying programs? I mean... Uh, we do school vouchers is not the only answer because not every child or, or household has a choice. That's the reality. So we're going to have to fix the public school system. And what we need to focus on is teaching children uh, how to think, not what to think. Uh, we can we can rant and rave about critical race theory, but we cannot uh, avoid talking about race and teaching uh, race from a historical perspective. We just need to get away from the oppressiveness and the victimhood that goes along with CRT. Uh, CRT has been around for decades, um, and so we can't make the illusion of thinking just because somebody calls it CRT or doesn't call it CRT that that type of, of stuff isn't being infiltrated into our classrooms. It is. Uh, so we need to make sure that we pull the plug on that. Um, we need to focus our, our, our investment in children on a high advanced curriculum. Uh, one of the programs that I'd like to see is first graders taking a foreign language program uh, and then having a second program, a second foreign language program by the fourth grade. Now, that's an ambition to try to create a world economy child to increase their brain power. So we need to focus on what we're teaching children. Uh, we can't just abandon the public schools. We need to fix the public schools. Uh, we need to go in and, and direct. I, I hate to say it, but we have to make sure that we're directing the educational curriculum because it's not being done properly right now. We have to teach civics. Uh, we have to show children what it means to be an American, how the process works so they get engaged in the process. Uh, that's fundamental. So there's, the education process in Indiana has got to be corrected, has got to be changed. We've got to throw out what's not working. We have F-rated schools. We've got to prepare for a future uh, where our children can be the, the ones that we turn the future over to. Curtis Hill, running for governor of the state of Indiana. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about your campaign? CurtisHill.com. Real easy. CurtisHill.com. Uh, come check us out. Uh, we, we have information on there right now that's uh, very issues-oriented, and we'll be adding to that on a regular basis. Uh, one of the things that we're going to do is be full of content to let people know what we're, what we're all about. And uh, contact us. We'd love to come to your part of the state and uh, uh, chat about what we're doing. And you got some event with Beckwith tonight, right? Is that is that right? You guys are going. Uh, yes, we'll be at uh, we'll be at uh, Life Church. Church. Yeah, Life Church. Fishers, right? Yeah, we're doing a tour right now. We uh, we started up north. We're swinging down. We're going to be in uh, Noblesville this after uh, this evening. We're going to be in uh, Lafayette uh, this morning, and then we're going to come back to Life Church this evening. Then we're heading down to Evansville. Uh, and then we're swinging over to the uh, to the east part of the state, working our way back up. And so it's like we'll being have... the freaking Rolling Stones, mm -hmm. man. Do you ever forget where you're at? Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, hello, I'm like, Kendallville. I'm like the new Mick Jagger. Well, no, we got in this race to work, so we're working it. We know we got in on Monday, so uh, this is this is what life's going to be like for us because we're going to demonstrate that how hard we work on the campaign is exactly how hard we work in the state house. And you feel you're ready to go. You've got the energy to see this through all the way until the primary. Oh, absolutely.
Absolutely. I can do 40 push-ups right now. <laughs> Curtis Hill, thank you, my friend. <laughs>